following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Wednesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can follow everything about high school sports 24-7 at MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. Wednesdays on the Huge Show are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan it's time for the huge show from the east side to the west side to the UP the huge show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE that's 1-866-838-4843 now the huge one Bill Simonson What's up, Michigan? It is time to begin another statewide journey on the only syndicated afternoon sports radio show. We're heard on 19 stations. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. You can also listen to the free stream there weekday afternoons at 3. And on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show, and you can listen live anywhere in America where you get mobile service. Inside this hour and throughout the broadcast, we'll look ahead to tomorrow's NFL Draft in Kansas City. Jeff Risden from the Lions Wire and the Draft Wire will join us in studio. We'll hear other NFL insiders on the eve of the draft talking about the Lions currently at 6-18 and 18 in the first round. Those two second rounders, will they trade up, trade down? Uh, what would make it a miserable pick six for the Lions fan base? We'll drop our Bushlight huge question of the day. You can always Join us with your Lions NFL questions on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Let's bring Rizzy into the hizzy from the Lions wire and the draft wire, arguably his busiest week uh, of his life when it comes pro- <laughs> to his profession, uh, not his children, but you got to mix that in. That does get mixed in. That it, makes it even busier. There seems to be, I don't, whether it's the Lions finish at 8-2 and two and the optimism and Aaron Rodgers leaving the NFC North, which we'll get into later, and its impact on the Lions, there seems to be more buzz and talk about this draft than any draft I can remember because I think the Lions Nation understands that if they can get two impact players in that first round, it only helps the cause at, with that window open to win the NFC North and possibly get home playoff games wow. at Ford Field. Man. Sounds good, doesn't it? It does. Well, it, it's a good it, spot to be in. And, it, and it's close to reality. It, it really, really is. is. Yeah. yeah. It really is. We hey. Hey. Look We're, at that. It's the huge choir right now with Rizzy. We're on the same page here. Well, and we all feel that. And, and there is this buzz. You know, I'll, yeah. I'll be at the Ascend Sportsbook and Nightclub Inside Soaring Eagle tomorrow night with Herman Moore, uh, Devin Gardner with his perspective on uh, the college athletes coming in. I think we'll be joined by Lomas Brown, Calvin Johnson, uh, Roy Williams on the video feeds because Calvin's going to be in Kansas City at the draft. What an incredible event you got going there. That's I'm that's guessing amazing. if Calvin's going to be there, he's probably 
Is he gonna? Uh, is he gonna announce or or be up there on one of the picks? That wouldn't surprise me at all. Yeah, uh, it, it, they might be day two that they're doing that, like Friday night. But oh, so he might, yeah, because it's yeah. Goodell hugging yeah. everybody. Yeah, Goodell likes to get his hugs with in. his man hugs, which yeah. Kansas City police have protective orders ready, like they're handing out free uh, dogs or something. I they mean. interviewed somebody on on a, a a draft prospect, and they asked him if he was going to give him the bro hug. And he's like, "I'm going to try to break his back, <laughs> like squeezing him that hard." Arrow meds land in there. <laughs> Kansas City taking Goodell out. So the the big question is, uh, Jeff, the enthusiasm, excitement is real because this isn't drinking the Kool Aid like we've had in years past, where you're hoping it it, it is in place with that finish. With what they did to the Packers, that Rogers' last pass was to a lion. Uh, I love, I love that. I love last that pass fact. as a Packer. I love that. Never fact. can change that. That's history. Nope. That belongs in Canton. Yeah. Was it by, Joseph, right? Yeah. By the way, uh, the last pass that Jordan Love threw in a Packers uniform was also picked off by a lion. Tracy Walker got him. Well, we'll get into <laughs> Rogers leaving and its impact on the NFC North and the Lions in a moment, but. Uh, your yeah. latest, you have uh, the What Would I Do mock draft at lionswire.com. People can follow Lionswire and Draftwire on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, as we're sitting here uh, a little over 24 hours out, yeah. where where are you locked in right now on the Lions' first two first-round picks? So I'll preface everything by saying it's very difficult this year because we don't know what's happening at two, three, four, or 5. So knowing what's going to happen at 6 is difficult, I will say. I think Devon Witherspoon is like the default answer because I think he, he, I I would be very surprised if he's not there, and they'd be happy to take him. Uh, there's no doubt in my mind that they would be happy to take Devon Witherspoon, the cornerback from Illinois. But if Will Anderson is on the board, they're going to look at him, and I I, can't, I couldn't tell you if they would take him over Witherspoon or not, but I would guess that they would. And then there's the quarterback, like that's the elephant in the room, like. If Anthony Richardson is there, if C.J. Stroud is there, would they do it? No. You don't no. think so? I, I, I don't either. I'm, I don't agree with it. Okay. They can do what they want to. I don't run the Lions. But I, I've been, especially this week, Jeff, I've been saying that with Rodgers leaving, with where you're at, and even dealing with not having Jamison for uh, six games, that – you're in the win-now mode. This isn't about the quarterback of the future. Right. This, this, it, if you have a chance to grab Carter, Wilson, or Anderson, you're the Lions. You have to do that. And the hope, if you're a Lions fan, is that those four quarterbacks do go before them. Because then they're guaranteed one of those dudes, and it could happen. I don't. I don't think four quarterbacks are going though. I don't think Houston. What's this? Will Levis all of a sudden is the overall number one? Because I I watched a lot of SEC football, Rizzy. I never looked at the Kentucky quarterback as a game changer. He's he's my number sixty one overall player, and I agree with that. That is good. He's, he's not. That's that why guy. you're in the hizzy <laughs> with Rizzy. He, he isn't that good. Do, do you watch Kentucky and say he's the next Eli Manning? No, not at all. Never. Uh, he reminds me of Mitchell Trubisky, quite frankly. He has the the measurements, right? Yeah. That they that quarterbacks are judged, especially high school five stars. A lot of them, right? Hundred percent. That you have the measurables is 
that you're 6'3", you're this, you run fast, you can throw an out pass at uh, exit velocity of this. You have all these analytics, yet show me film where Levis changed a game on his own. He doesn't really have that. He's got, he makes way too many bad decisions and he makes panicky decisions and you don't want your quarterback to panic. That, that's a real problem. So Bryce Young seems to be the overall number one, but then this Levis story came out yesterday. We don't know what's smoke, what's fire, right? I don't believe it. I'm just going to say that. I well, don't who do bo- you think is going number one right now? Bryce they, Young. Right, so yeah. do I. I, um, I, I, would, I would bet on that. That's literally the only Because he canceled all those other visits, on. right? Yeah. Uh, right. He's, if, they, if they don't take him... Uh, and if they also take Will Levis over C.J. Stroud, who would be the other candidate number one, there, that's not the way you want to start off as a new regime. Uh, let's put it that way. Who do you think is at number two then? Levis could be uh, Houston. So I, as you know, I used to, to cover the Texans. Uh, I talked to a very reliable source there Sunday night, and he told me they don't know yet that the owner wants one thing: the head coach, D'Amico Ryan's, the rookie. Head coach wants, wants another thing. He wants defense. He wants defense. And the general manager wants somebody else entirely. So we're going to find out who wins that battle uh, tomorrow night about this time. Right now, my money would be on them actually taking Will Levis because uh, the, the person who signs the checks wants that. And that's, I will say, they're not taking C.J. Stroud because of, of the agent situation. Stroud has the same agent, David Mulligata, that Deshaun Watson did. There is no love lost there, nor should there be, from either side of that equation. Uh, that's just not going to happen. So if they're going to take a quarterback, it's going to be Will Levis. I can see them taking Tyree Wilson as well as the other one that I think is really in play there. So it's going to be one or the other. Uh, there's, there's talk that it could be Will Anderson, but none of that comes out of Houston. Like everything you hear out of Houston is is that it will be if they're taking defense it'll be Tyree Wilson. Don't really hear any other names mentioned at all, and they for for whatever reason have been a pretty transparent bunch to read over the years throughout their regimes. Um, maybe maybe that has to do with the owner. Well, and a quarterback sells tickets and hope, and that's where the Texans are at. Right, and you, they, you need you need that more than you need uh, Will Anderson or Tyree Wilson. I even saw a mock from. Uh, Trapasso, your friend from CBS Sports, that had Tyree Wilson from Texas Tech all the way up at number two. And that's Ryan's coveting. You know, he sees what Bosa meant to the Niners, right? You look at Absolutely. Uh, defensive impact players. But you're the Texans. Post to Sean, you need a quarterback down there ASAP. Davis Mills isn't it. Case to sell Keenum tickets, you need yeah. hype. Yeah, you do. Um, and you really do. And I will say that from being down there over spring break and, and doing a couple of college visits with my son down there. Like, there's... The Rockets are terrible, and they have more buzz going on than the Texans do right now. That and that's well, obviously it's Astro season, so everything is baseball down there, which is foreign language to me at this point. But like that, there's no, there's just nothing to that team. They, they don't have an identity. They they had the misfortune in 2021 of being the worst team in the league and also the oldest team in the league. So the transition out of that has been very difficult. Now they're in a position they've got two. They've also got number 12. They have two second-round picks as well. They're in a spot like the Lions where they can have a transformative draft. The thing is, they don't have the core team around to build onto like the Lions do. So they need to, they need to get these right as much as they need to get the positions. But uh, 
I will be surprised if they don't come out of the first round with a pass rusher and a quarterback, whether they take one at two and one at 12 or vice versa. Uh, that would be my my expectation for Houston. I do expect them to take either Tyree Wilson or or Will Levis at two, and that uh, those are two players that I don't think the Lions are taking. So and, that, and that's that, why Levis yeah. being taken there, Jeff, yeah. it, it helps the Lions to have Tyree Wilson, Will Anderson, or Jalen Carter there at six. Absolutely, um, almost guarantees it because if the Texans do take Levis, then the Colts are locked in on a quarterback. Right. It'll be either Stroud or Richardson, Richardson. one or the other. Yeah. So there you go. And I now mean, their owner has already said that the general manager is effectively fired if he doesn't take a quarterback. It's kind of painting yourself into a corner. There. And Cardinals need defense, you know, with Watt retiring and yeah. everything going on there. So now you begin that run that if it goes that way of young uh, Levis, Richardson, or Stroud, then you you have Anderson Carter and Tyree Wilson, and the question is, you know, Jalen Carter, well, what is the culture answer, the character test? How has that gone with those NFL teams, and nobody knows that? Nobody knows. Uh, that's one of the questions I get asked the most, and I, I have the same answer every time. I don't know what they think about him. I don't. Uh, and I think anybody that tells you they know what they're thinking, what the Lions are thinking about Jalen Carter probably is, is lying to you because I don't, think, I don't think there's a lot of people in the building that really know. Uh, I, I, I've shared this before, but John Dorsey, who was the special assistant to the, the in the 2018 NFL draft, he had the number one pick. There were people in that Cleveland Browns draft room who went to bed Wednesday night not knowing that Baker Mayfield was going to be the number one overall pick. That's that's the level of deception and oh, I don't want to say deception. The level of concealment that the Lions are adopting from him, like. A lot of people want to know what John Dorsey does for the Lions. I'll say one of the biggest things is I think he advises Brad Holmes on how to handle the internal affairs. And I think he's very good at that. Like who you tell, what you know, who you talk to, who you lean on, right? John Dorsey was the master canary trap, guys. It's something we talk about in the Detroit Lions podcast all the time. He will feed different information to different people to find out who's leaking what. And then he'll know who the source is. And if you go back and you look at the transactions of the Browns front office... You'll find out who talked to who pretty quickly. Uh, that's something that uh, those of us who were in the Cleveland media at the time learned very quickly. It's like, don't trust a darn thing that's coming out of, of that office. And I feel that way about the Lions right now. I don't trust a lot of what I hear that they are allegedly knowing. Uh, I, do they like Jalen Carter? Probably. Uh, I will say that even before the Combine thing happened, we had heard bits and pieces here and there that they weren't as high on Jalen Carter as the fans were. And one of the things that gets stressed a lot, and this this is this is me more connecting dots, but there is some basis from this too. They're a very production focused team. If you're looking at the guys that they've drafted on defense specifically, these are guys that produce. They get the ball back, they get sacks, they get solo tackles. Jalen Carter in thirty eight college games got six sacks. He forced two fumbles. He didn't actually produce nearly as much as what you would think he would be taught in the way that he's talked about as a player. Now, does that mean he wasn't a good player? Heck no. He was a dominant force at times, uh, a lot of times at Georgia, especially in big games when they really needed him to be. But he wasn't the guy that was finishing the plays. Now, I can hear the argument already. I can hear people driving on 131 yelling, Hey, Georgia had all these players. 
that finished. The Lions have, they've got players too that can finish. Yes, they do. And that's why you can't rule out Jalen Carter. Uh, but uh, I I really doubt that he's the pick, quite frankly. Uh, I, first off, I think Seattle's taking him at five. I don't buy the the, the late smoke that he's not and uh, that, that they're not interested in him. I think, I think he's going number five. So I think we're probably arguing about this mootly. But, uh, you know, the, Will Anderson makes a lot more sense. Levis, I'm sorry, um, Tyree Wilson makes some sense, but he's a tough one because he projects to be like the same guy that they have already in John Kaminsky. And they just signed John Kaminsky back and it was for one year. But that's, if you watch Tyree Wilson at Texas Tech, I don't think they knew what to do with him. And I think his NFL role is more of what John Kaminsky does and more of what Josh Paschal does. And that's sort of redundant. So I think if they're given a choice between those three things, they're taking Will Anderson. And the question is, would they? So if they see the quarterbacks go, if Houston doesn't take defense, yeah. and they go with Levis, or it's uh, you know Young and Richardson, but we'll go Young and Levis. What we just talked about, right? Lions know that Indy is there at three. They know that the Cardinals and Seahawks aren't going to take a quarterback. You know, do the Lions? Yeah, Seattle could, but I don't. I don't think so. No, no. Yeah, I don't. But, think so. but Indy here's and here's your precarious position with Indy because they're so QB desperate that will would they ever trade out of three because they got a guarantee of the quarterback they want and if they drop to six and other teams moved up to trade in front of them with an Arizona or Seattle yeah. and they lost out on a quarterback GM like you know Ursay's firing people yeah. so I, I don't see them as a trade partner no. and and the Cardinals want defense Card- I, I don't see them as a trade partner uh the Cardinals could trade um because they they could also go offensive line and there's a there's a big school of thought coming lately that they're going to take an offensive line so if that's the case then then the Lions could trade up if it's three quarterbacks who go 1 2 and 3 to the Panthers Texans and Colts and Will Anderson is sitting there at four. The Lions could cut a deal, give them draft capital, as we use that phrase only on draft yeah. weeks. And the Lions could move into four to get Will Anderson Jr. Do you think they would covet him that much to trade up to get him? No, I don't, because I think they're going to like the other options, um, specifically Devon Witherspoon, just as much. Well, who is listed really in, in most of the mocks I've seen? You know, for instance, the two at CBS Sports, you got What Would yeah. I Do, your mock at lionswire.com that it's Witherspoon or Jalen Carter in most of these late mocks. Yeah, and uh, so one of the things that I do, I like to read what the... So I, I get involved in all these things where they ask one representative from every team to be in a mock draft. I, I've done six of these. In five of the six, Jalen Carter went number five to Seattle, and that's four different Seattle writers all pegged that. And this is the last one that I did, I recorded, when was that? That was Thursday. Uh, I did it with the Philadelphia Eagles. And uh, Jalen Carter was still going number five at that point. Now everybody's running away from that. I I have learned over the years, this is my 20th draft being paid to cover it, where I uh, a lot of times my penultimate mock draft is just as accurate as my final mock draft because I don't buy into the smoke and the fire than what's going on in these last couple of days. So I'm going to harken back to that. And I, I do think that Jalen Carter is going to be gone there. Um, I will say most of the the thing I, I have consistently gone either Will Anderson if he's available if he's not there then I'm taking Devon Witherspoon and I think you're going to see most Lions uh, beat writers have that sort of iteration and, and conversation that it's going to be 
Devon Witherspoon is the is the default because we 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 don't know that they love him, but we know they love him. Uh, it, it's it's they haven't hidden that very well um, from from what they're trying to do. So I, I I do expect it to be defense unless unless they shock the world and make a quarterback. But I don't think they're moving up. I think I think if anything they would try to move back, especially if it's Witherspoon that they really covet. Can they move back to? You know, with eight, where where Atlanta might want to move up to get the offensive lineman or the pass rusher of their choice, or eleven if if there's still the quarterbacks there. Eleven is Tennessee. Tennessee needs a quarterback. They've made that very clear. They could trade with the Cardinals at three, and the the connection there is is that the new Cardinals GM Monty Ossenfort worked in the front office of the Titans last year, so you can connect those dots pretty easily and. Tennessee needs a quarterback a lot more than than some of the other teams do. So they would trade with the Cardinals at four because you got the Colts at three, right? No, the, the Cardinals are at three. The Colts are at four. Oh yeah. Well then, uh, they, I think he had a flip draft. Then one of the mocks had those guys flipping picks. Yeah, and that that could happen uh, if Indy is that concerned that a team like Tennessee, a division rival, I might add, would do that. That's that's the Mitchell Trubisky move that Chicago made. They they got scared that somebody was going to steal Trubisky from them, and they they panicked and and gave up an extra pick. That uh, you know the other side of that story on, on the Trubisky thing, S- San Francisco squandered that pick. <laughs> like everybody counts it as this huge loss for for Chicago. San Francisco didn't do much with it either. But that's uh, that's neither here nor there. Yeah, that that. The one thing, and this is another like little draft nugget. Once the draft starts, you don't see trades in the top ten. They're done ahead of time. Uh, the, the Trey Lance trade that, that was made a couple years ago, the, the one this year for, for Chicago moving out of one and Carolina moving up, those happen beforehand. So once like the clock starts, probably don't expect a lot of trade action. I don't think I think the last trade that happened while teams were on the clock in the first round happened in 2016. That's why when I saw Trapasso at CBSSports.com, your buddy, he had Indy uh, bumping up to three, flipping with Arizona, probably giving up a you know third rounder or something for it because yeah. they want to make sure they get the quarterback they want and someone wouldn't jump them with Arizona. Right, right exactly. That that would be the rationale right. behind it. And that's it. why yeah. on that mock it did say yeah. uh, you know, Colts three. So, yeah, yeah those quarterbacks, because uh, the Lions don't need a quarterback. I know some of you think they do. But if those three quarterbacks go one, two, and three, then the Lions are sitting really in the position of they can grab the best DB. Yep. But then we have the Okuda factor. That if you go take Witherspoon in a in a high number six selection after the previous regime failed miserably with Okuda, who now is an Atlanta Falcon, yeah. you know, you're... You, <laughs> It's a tough sell. It is. It, it is a tough it, it, sell. It's a tough sell, and it's one of those picks that could haunt you. If he's not the guy worthy of six, if he is another Akuda, we passed on Wilson, we passed on Carter, whatever yeah. whoever was there that they passed on. Yep. And, and that's, but that's every NFL draft. It is. But the Lions, in, in all honesty, under Holmes and Campbell – how many picks have they completely missed on, would you say, in their first two drafts? Probably two. That's a pretty good rate. And then they would be who? Uh, Levi Anzarike, because, oh, yeah. because he was hurt. Amen. And they hurt when he was when he was drafted. And, like, 
Seventh round picks don't really. They can't miss much. on that. I mean, no. uh, they, Those are flyers anyway. They took a 26 year old special teams slot corner last year who's not going to make the team again. Now, I, I think the, the, a miss has to be. Yeah, that, that's not that, really a miss. First, second, first, first, second, first, second and third. They. They probably overdrafted Derek Barnes a little bit, but like he he can play. He's not been he's been a little disappointing. I would I'd say I'd say he's been underwhelming, but they, like but he's one of their few sideline the sideline speed guys at linebacker. He is, and, and keep in mind he's the guy that's learning a new position. He was an edge rusher. He was the role that Micah Parsons plays in Dallas when he was at Purdue. And they moved him to off-ball linebacker. Have the Lions ever thought of using him in that same role? I have begged them to do that, Huge. There they, you go. They haven't done Riz, it. Rizzy, we're spot on on the eve of the <laughs> NFL draft. Jeff Risden, uh, Lions Wire, follow that on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, draft Wire, same thing. Uh, LionsWire.com, DraftWire.com. Uh, Jeff Risden joining us in studio. You have a Lions NFL draft comment or question, you can join us on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1 866 838 4843. That's 1 866 838 HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook, and also opt in on the HUGE text chain. You can text us during the draft. Just text the word HUGE to 21000. That's HUGE, H U G E, to 21000. So we have the NFL draft going on, but also the NBA playoffs have been fantastic, unbelievable. I'm telling you right now, as good as I can remember, a start. It's been awesome to the playoffs. All, really all the storylines, the games, uh, the rock stars showing. You know, Durant, Booker last night. Phoenix held on. I mean, Clippers just Paul George, Kawhi Leonard. Uh, <laughs> name most, another hurt guy. <laughs> n- name, name the most underwhelming duo in the history of the NBA. So the playoffs mean action on the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. You can get in on every playoff game with just a touch of a button on your mobile device. And new customers who download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code HUGE can make a $5 NBA playoff pregame money line bet and score $150 in bonus bets if your team wins. Plus, everyone on the DraftKings Sportsbook app can score a no-sweat same-game parlay every day during the NBA playoffs. Open the DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt-in, and place the same-game parlay on any NBA game. If it doesn't hit, you'll get a bonus bet back up to $10. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code HUGE when you sign up. And new customers can make that $5 NBA playoff pregame money line bet and score $150 in bonus bets if your team wins. That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and only when you sign up with code HUGE. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services. Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Opt-in required. One bonus bet issued based on amount of initial losing NBA bet. Eligibility wagering and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. Breaking Benjamin. Live in concert in Grand Rapids with special guests, Bush, Another Day Dawns. See them live at Van Andel Arena, May 16th. 
Get tickets now at Ticketmaster.com. For more, visit BreakingBenjamin.com. Get tickets now. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.TV. That's MHSAA.TV. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Spend the money wheel and win up to $100,000 cash every Saturday in April from 5 to 11 p.m. One winner each hour will spin for the win and take home up to a hundred grand. Whirl in for one hundred thousand dollar money wheel only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway, reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. At Mercantile Bank, we believe supporting the communities we serve is a vital part of who we are. Our team is here to make a positive impact, a real difference, and we're always looking for leaders to join our team because we're not just a bank. We're a partner here to support what matters most. Come grow with us. Visit MerckBank.com to learn more and let's support our community together. Mercantile Bank. Member FDIC Equal Opportunity Employer. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Back on the huge show across Michigan, 19 radio stations strong on the Michigan Sports Network. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. Also, if you have a Lions NFL draft question, you can join us on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add the HUGE Show on Twitter, the HUGE Show on Facebook. Mercantile Bank with locations all across Michigan. Local team members, local decision makers, and a bank you can trust and depend on, and that's more important than ever before. Jeff Risden from the Lions Wire and the Draft Wire uh, in the studio. Follow those online and also on Twitter and Facebook. NFL Draft begins tomorrow in Kansas City. So uh, you think Witherspoon, the corner out of Illinois at 6. Why, why is he different than Akuda? What, what does he bring to the table going in? Yeah, that Akuda didn't have when they picked him at three. That's a good question. Uh, I think he's more instinctive in coverage, more naturally uh, fiery. Like one of the things. So Jeff Okuda, 
first off, the biggest reason why Jeff Okuda didn't work in Detroit was he was hurt all the time. He was never healthy. And that's that that's something that you really can't, you know, you can't count on because he was healthy when he was at Ohio State. He was a big guy, he weighed over two hundred pounds. He just couldn't his body couldn't handle the NFL. Uh, and that that's unfortunate. The other thing is Okuda was never like a fiery guy. Uh, I I covered this. You know, I was in training camp for for all three years that he was there. I think I heard him say five words um, when he when he got media time and he didn't like doing it. Very very quiet, very soft spoken. He needed the microphone a little closer to his face, that type of thing. And that's not Devon Witherspoon. Devon Witherspoon, if you liked the the flash of Dre Bly, who parenthetically is the Lions defensive backs coach now. You're going to really like Devon with us. This is a guy who's going to cover you, and he's going to let you know that he covered you. If he picks you off, he's going to hold the ball in your face and show it to you that you made a mistake in challenging him. He's also really, really good against the run. And if you watch the Michigan game when they played Illinois, Michigan could not get anything going outside the tackles because Devon Witherspoon was there. That they were a. They were a defensive backfield-oriented defense. Like Their entire defensive backfield, if you go back a year, include Kirby Joseph in it, they're all NFL players. So he's accustomed to the level of professionalism that's required. For whatever reason, Lovey Smith and Brett Bielema got it right uh, at, at, in the defensive backfield. Uh, if you're concerned about him, like the concerns are that he's smaller. Uh, he's 5'11 and a half and 181 pounds. He played at 184, 185, and the reason why I say that the 184 mark, because that is the exact same physical measurements as Darrell Rivas, and that's who he compares to as a player in terms of how he comes across. He is very sticky. He has incredible feet in coverage. He, he is making the cuts before the receivers know that they're making the cuts. He's got that kind of savvy to him. And that's, that is different than Jeff. Jeff Okuda was a very, he was solid at that, but he was better because he had such quick reactions that he could, he could flip the hips really fast and he could get going in one direction to another very quickly and recover. Uh, that's not what Devon Witherspoon does. He doesn't actually recover all that fast, but he doesn't need to recover as much. That, that, that's your sales pitch on Devon Witherspoon. <laughs> Well, and I see it, that toughness, uh, that swagger, that, you know, it fits the mold of Rodrigo and Hutchinson. And, very, very much so. And, and, and Joseph's success early with the Lions could, and they've watched a lot of film on him, so they've seen Witherspoon, they've watched him the last couple of years. Uh, yeah. He just has to pan out, that's all. I, right. I just, I, and I, that, you won't be able to judge that until you see him play. He, is he a starter from day one with what they picked up in free agency? Possibly. Uh, and he's one of the few that would be a starter. Uh, and we've we've talked about this huge a couple times. They don't have any real pressing needs for a starter in 2023. Now, if you're drafting Devon Witherspoon, the expectation is he's going to play a lot. If you draft Will Anderson, he's going to play a lot. They might not start. In fact, I, I would guess that Anderson probably wouldn't start as a rookie. Uh, Tyree Wilson wouldn't start as a rookie. I'm not sure that Jalen Carter, if he made it that far, would start as a rookie over Isaiah Bugs. They like Aleem McNeil a lot. And Aleem, when their defense got a lot better when he moved to the three technique. So that that's that's another reason why I'm not sold that they're as high on Jalen Carter as what the fans think they'd be. Well, and you brought up something interesting. With the re-signing of Bugs and Kamiski, is that defensive line as pressing as most people say? 
Right, I'm talking the defensive yeah, line yeah, depth. Yeah, they 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 absolutely still need to add bodies to it for sure. But uh, they but, but you add bodies in the second and third round to that, right? Rather and and keep your potential starters out because Jeff, I, I look at Rogers gone now to the Jets, and we'll yeah. talk about that. Yeah, next hour. That <laughs> good. I'm I'm looking at I I am looking at starters. So if if Witherspoon is a guy that yeah maybe in a year. Well, you have a window in the NFL, and the Lions had that window with Stafford, Sue, Calvin Johnson, and they were close, right? The Dallas. Yeah. Unfortunately, the, the, at their time, right. the defense was there. Stafford wasn't ready yet. Then right. when Stafford got ready, the defense right, wasn't right, there. Right. The defense was like yeah. second in the NFL, I think. They were, they were great the under they were Jim Schwartz. Fantastic. Yeah. So your window's opening. Yeah. I'm looking at guys that can come in at 6 and 18 that help you win games. May not be a starter, but heavy yeah. minutes. Yeah. And that's that's my shift right now because you lose Jamison for six games. I don't know how much he affects wins and losses. You went eight and two without him, uh, but we're not talking about trying to finish 500 or a game above it. You're talking about trying to win yeah, the, the goal's, NFC North. The higher this year, and it exactly. And now with Rodgers leaving, I, it the door's open. It is. The window's open. They, it's time. They are in the spot where the, the Bengals were when Joe Burrow got So healthy. does Carter help you more uh, if you're playing a big game against the Vikings and they're the team to beat? You went 5-1 and one in the Central or North. I'm going old school there. Uh, <laughs> NFC North. You went 5-1 and one last year. Yeah. Okay? You have a chance to run the table in the North. You If you got three road wins in your division and you went 8-1 and one at home, you're winning the division. You're winning the division, and you're in the running for home field advantage. Hang that banner up in Ford Field. We don't have one yet. I mean, never had a playoff game Yeah, in that building. Yeah. Never won a division title mm. since Ford Field. So that goes back to my 6-18 and 18 numbers. Yeah. That, that I would, if they believe Will Anderson could help them win games this year, I would trade up. I, don't, I, I have no problem with Witherspoon. I'm not down on him. But I'm, I look at 18 and 6 differently with Jamison in the six game suspension and Rodgers. I don't want to hear, well, we'll load up for 2024. Your window isn't before you have to pay guys. You're, you, you got, the, what, what do you have? A and three to five year window, right? That's, that's the dynamic that you have to consider because the dynamic does change this year. If Jared Goff is the guy who finished last year, you're paying him $50 million a year next year. You have to. Market value. Right. Uh, and then that means that's less money to keep Sewell and St. Brown. But it's about and, winning this year. Right. You have a chance that, to go twelve that, and five, eleven and uh, six. You, you know, again, I don't know how much a loss of Jameson takes away from potential victories. I don't, but we'll, think, I don't think it does a lot. But well, we, I'd we say one, one or maybe, two, right? Yeah, maybe one where he catches a big pass late, right when you needed it. Yeah, or he breaks a tackle and he takes a five yard slant and yeah, goes he, eighty yards. I, I, his presence makes the other receivers on the field better, but those guys aren't that bad on their own. Right? You now. just said what I said yesterday <laughs> that it's not about him having a hundred catches and eighteen touchdowns. Yeah, that his presence made that entire group look better, and when you wipe him from it for six games, outside of St. Brown, they start to look average. Yes. In terms of NFL Agreed. quality. And I, I'll give you an analogy to that. When Will Fuller was in Houston, he made Deshaun Watson as a quarterback and the other receivers on that team better, even though he was he was a deep threat who couldn't catch. He, he had a catch rate under 50%, but defenses had to honor his speed 
and his ability to stretch the field. And that made their other receivers and their, especially their running backs coming out of the backfield. Lamar Miller one year caught, thir- caught all 38 passes thrown to him because there was no linebacker or safety in sight because they were following Will Fuller down the field. You can do that in Detroit with DeAndre Swift and David Montgomery coming out of the backfield. That's, that's where the, the JMO presence hurts. Not well, having them. We have a lot to get to next hour. Uh, more with Jeff Risden from Lions Wire and the Draft Wire. You can follow uh, him and them on your social networks, Facebook, Twitter, online, uh, everything Lions and also everything NFL Draft. You're around with Draft Wire and Lions Wire. Uh, we'll get to the possibility of even looking at a Hendon Hooker at quarterback with pick 18. What about a wide receiver? We have so much uh, to touch on next hour. If you want to join us, your Lions, NFL Draft, comments, questions, uh, you can dial us up on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Bill Simonson with Greg Harris back inside the leadership locker room. And Greg, you have a new book that you just penned called Sage Advice. Why did you go down this path and write this book? I think, Bill, what I've noticed with families is some elders really were involved and they gave great wisdom to the kids. I was blessed with that. I decided to pen this because I think our society has lost some respect for elders and what wisdom and nuggets they can help. I didn't say I listened to my parents well, but I got good advice. Sage advice. Uh, That's the book. Uh, MaximizeLeadership.com is the place where you can purchase uh, sage advice, and I think it is sage advice to uh, listen to your elders. You can learn more at 1-888-308-1600. That's 1-888-308-1600. Or get Greg's book, Sage Advice at MaximizeLeadership.com. Hey, Michigan, let's go big. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver, and I'm talking real big-time winning on the hottest slots and table games on one incredible app, Eagle Casino and Sports. Sign up now and get up to $1,500. That's right. We'll match your first two deposits for up to $1,500 plus 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. For a lot of us, music and mental health are intertwined. That's why the Collaborative Lab created Intune, a free live stream event, and you're invited. May 18th is Mental Health Action Day, so take action for your own mental health by joining us from 7 to 9 p.m. Musical performances and conversations with the Verve Pipe, Barrel Bones, Carlos Cece, Cole Hansen, and more. Visit IUnderstandLoveHeals.org to learn how you can join the party for free. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. 
Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Final segment, hour one on this Wednesday broadcast presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Spring sports in full swing. Remember, on demand, boys and girls high school sports live and archived. Just go to MHSAA.TV. That's MHSAA.TV. Also a reminder, if you can't join me at the Ascend Sportsbook and Nightclub at Soren Eagle tomorrow with Herman Moore, Devin Gardner, for our draft night bash with $2 drafts and half-off wings, watch all the games all weekend long, Tigers, NBA playoffs, and the draft at all brands' locations. You'll find the brands in Bay City, brands in Caledonia, brands in Holland, Johnny Brands in Granville, Johnny Brands on Leonard in downtown GR, and also Mike Brands Sr. has the brands in Cascade just east of Grand Rapids. And if you can't make it out and you want to order up all your brands' favorites, for pickup or delivery, go to brands.com. That is brands.com. But watch the draft Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at all brands, steakhouse, and grills across Michigan. For the one close to you, go to brands.com. That's brands.com. Big. Bad. Huge.